0: Hello and welcome to the Tipsy Knits podcast with Sia and Pip. Hello. We are a podcast based in Glasgow where we talk about everything that is amazing, knitty and yarny and fabulous mm-hmm. and sometimes we get a little bit tipsy along the way.
1: Hello and thanks for joining us again for another episode of the Tipsy Knits podcast. We hope you've all been well.
0: Yep. This month we're actually recording on time. Woohoo! Everything's great, everything is awesome, Yeah, when you're part of a team, etc, etc, Lego song, apologies for the earworm. It's been <laughs> sunny and warm for like a solid 10
1: days, we're all in pretty good moods.
0: Yep, and it is now a suitably grey day, so we are sat here to record for you guys. Perfect. You're welcome. <laughs> right, so this episode, we are drinking, at last, what I refer to as Baileys, aka Fake Bailey's because that's what it is Mm -hmm. it is pip read that out
1: (laughs) it is dundalgan irish country cream and it's cheap as chips in little yeah it's three pounds 75 is it still 375 after the alcohol tax I bought it after the alcohol tax came in. So. Wow, that's amazing. That's cheap. Right? That is cheap. That is Because for those of you that don't know, new minimum, minimum alcohol pricing has come in in Scotland. So all of your favourite tipples are now much more expensive. Well, some of them not too much more expensive. Some of them a lot more expensive
0: yeah i think it just affects whether or not supermarkets up here can put them on offer and things like that i don't know how promotions are gonna work anymore yeah
1: but the the price has actually mm, gone yeah gone a lot higher for things so for example my favorite bottle of wine which was like three pounds or four pounds yeah. now cannot be below five or okay. 550 because it's 50p per unit of alcohol yeah so if a bottle of wine has 11 units in it 11 Ooh. 12 units in it minimum you're going to be able to pay for a bottle of wine now is going to be 550. So, you know, for some it's not too bad a bottle of wine jumping up a couple of quid. Yeah. That's okay. If you are the type to partake in something say white lightning or you know your super strong ciders <laughs> that's gone from something like 350 for a two liter bottle to something like 11 50 oh, so wow. you
0: know it really depends on what kind of alcohol you're looking for See, yeah, i have not clocked that but i feel like there's gonna be some teenagers out for like the proms and stuff who are gonna be severely disappointed yeah
1: thinking so, back to what
0: we might have done back in the day
1: hmm. See, I'm never a big drinker, so you know it's it's no skin off my back. But I do know there are going to be some people out there that are a little bit upset. But
0: ah, oh celery. well,
1: yeah, you know it's yeah. hopefully going to create some positive social changes in some parts of yeah. Scotland, healthier attitudes to it. drinking and stuff. So you know,
0: yeah. um, we probably haven't said it enough, but obviously disclaimer: we do advise that you drink safely and responsibly. Mm-hmm. And you don't drink too much. binge drinking is bad, guys. Yep. And we have linked to the drink safely um, websites and stuff. Yep. Over on our blog, just yes. in case you want to check that. Out. So drink aware, guys. Drink aware. Yeah. We probably should give you these disclaimers just because we're drinking a knockoff of an actual spirit. <laughs> and I mean, when I say yeah. like drink
1: safely, I mean mine. I'm going to be drinking literally about a mouthful of this.
0: Yeah, and I've got like a tiny bit in my coffee. Mhm. It does smell really alcoholic. That. see i don't you think it smells in. i didn't think it smelled really alcoholic i just thought it smelled quite sweet
1: it smells it smells very sweet but you can definitely um, get it with
0: alcohol it smells a little bit like if caramel was a yeah we should also point out Pip, although she is from northern ireland has not experienced irish cream before never never drunk it yeah no judgment
1: not not the expensive stuff not the cheap stuff none of it ever Anyway, so. knock it back. Well, don't sit down.
0: <laughs> it looks like cold tea. It does, doesn't it? It looks like very weak cold tea at that.
1: Yeah.
0: Right, shall I? Yeah, go on. That is strange. Now, I'll be honest, I've got mine in my coffee because I've actually kind of sickened myself of this stuff. <laughs> when I first bought it, I went on a little bit of a kick of, oh, I'll just add a wee bit to my coffee on an evening. Which was a bad idea anyway, because I shouldn't drink coffee after about 2pm, because I'm now at that age, <laughs> where if I have coffee after a certain point, or I have too much, my body's like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> Heart palpitations, everything is awful.
1: This, this is strange, it's very, very sweet. Mm. It's not bad, but I feel like it's not I good. Couldn't, I couldn't do more than a mouthful of that. Otherwise, I'd be like, yeah. that is sickening." Yeah, and not in the nice RuPaul Drag Race kind of sickening, sickening but like the actual like, ah, actually, this is too sweet. Too sweet. But it's giving you the book I feel like it would be nice as a flavor with something else.
0: I think it'd actually be decent ice cream like but I think Haagen-Dazs yes. do Bailey's
1: ice cream that would be an incredible ice cream that is in fact the flavor I was thinking of I was like this reminds me of something but I don't know what ice cream mm. yeah yeah that would be a beautiful ice cream mm. oh I need to try the Bailey's ice cream now okay we can, see. we can arrange that
0: we've got the right weather for it it's supposed to be exactly. heat wave next weekend so yeah so yeah that's that's what we think of that. This is a rather low-key drink review. This, this yeah, episode.
1: It's okay. It's very, very sweet. It's not bad, but it's not something Great. you could drink a whole glass of.
0: Sometimes the knockoff stuff can be better, or sometimes the cheaper alternative, the shop-bought supermarket own-brand, if you will, mm-hmm. can be better than the real deal. Sometimes the real deal's better.
1: Yeah, and little is usually really good when it comes to certain alcohol. So, like,
0: yes. little wines are usually really, really good. Mm-hmm. And they're doing a gin month at the moment, so. Are they? Yeah, so they've got Scottish gins. <gasps> Admittedly, the one local to us doesn't have all the gins that they're advertising, so mm-hmm. we need to go find another little. There's a little that way. Yeah. Okay, this isn't information you guys need or that you can see. Pip's just pointed in a direction. <laughs> <laughs> see, the thing yeah. is, right? I have gins.
1: I have... I basically have a collection of minis. I'm so proud. I have quite a lot of, like, different minis. I've got some whiskey minis, some gin minis. I've got some, like, Welsh liqueur minis. Mm. I've got quite a few, but I just never go, I fancy a tipple of that tonight. It's not ever anything that I'm like, oh, I think I'd
0: actually just fancy one of those tonight. I never find myself actually... Thing is, Drinking so do it? you ever have like tonic or lemonade or soda water in your fridge on a regular basis? No. See, if you had those, I think you'd probably be like, you know what? Fancy we gin and tonic? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, especially it's like the cold, what we- like the cold weather leaves us rather than the cold weather comes in. Wrong, wrong season here. <laughs> but yeah, all right. We should carry on with our actual regular content rather than giving you guys our opinions on the local little <laughs> <laughs> situation. But now you know. Yeah. The more you. The know. more you know. <laughs>
1: so shall we move on to on and off the needle yeah we probably should
0: (laughs) pip what have you got on your needles at the moment
1: so on my needles i have got a peanut by tin can knits from max and Bodie's wardrobe and it's in queen of pearl citadel dk which is beautiful beautiful yarn
0: and it's for my nippling who is nearly two uh huh. And for the audience that didn't quite hear that because of the pitch, that was that. What is a nibbling? A nibbling is a niece or nephew.
1: It's like sibling, uh-huh. but it's your sibling's children. Nice. And it's a real word, it's in the dictionary. Is it? Yes. Yes. Mm. Get you, Susie Dent. And it's, I like it because it's a good gender nibbling. neutral term. That is true, yeah. Especially before you know the gender. Now, I do know the gender. Yeah. But honestly, I don't really think that's massively relevant. I think nibbling is a is a funner word. Nibbling, nibbling. So I'm I'm this knitting.
0: makes me think of nibbles.
1: <laughs> it makes you think of the little thing from Futurama. The little yeah the, nibbler yeah, <laughs> nibbler. But I am knitting God, a peanut. You're, you're going to call that child nibbler now, as a nickname. No, I won't. I would never get away with that. <laughs> I would not get away with that. But I'm knitting a little peanut. Uh, um, it's going to be adorable. He's going to be so adorable. <gasps> Sorry, I have like the full on Oh my god, I'm going to have a nibbling fever It's very exciting Because it's the first one Aww. And I'm just super excited And I'm going to get to meet them next in July
0: <laughs> Anyway Pip's basically saying that you guys can expect A lot of baby knits on the horizon For our podcast Yes, From her at any rate
1: Yes, but I will try not to be the crazy aunt yeah, There are worse roles to have so that's the one thing I have on the needles that's mm-hmm. actually getting worked on. What about you,
0: Sia? Okay, I am still working away on my daylight fading shawl. It's so pretty. Well, thank you. I'm working on it right now. It is just a massive garter stitch triangle, and you're meant to fade, air quotes, the colours into each other. And as I said last episode, it's meant to be a two colour shawl, but in my world, we don't follow patterns. No. It's the more guidelines. You are an elite attacker. <laughs> I wish. So I'm working it in the Ushitita Mm Mochaccino colourway. These are all in uh, Merino singles, by the way. And the other two colourways I'm using are Countess Ablaze, Bleep Tea and Traybake. Mm -hmm. And if I want exposure, I will get my tits out. Yes. Which is knitting up blooming beautifully. It is very beautiful. Yeah, this shawl is going to be everything I love about knits, which is garter stitch, stripes and 80s-tastic colour. Mm-hmm. So... I'm yeah. very
1: sad I didn't actually get If I Want Exposure now because yeah. it's
0: so pretty and I love it, but I have so much yarn. That, that's reasonable. I think the other p- bit of appeal for me is the fact that it's like super feminist. Yeah. Love a bit of feminist name. Yep. Yeah. So that's what I have on my needles at the moment. Miss Pip, what have you got off your needles? So I
1: cast off my The Shepherdess Shawl, which I actually just took off the blocking mats today. Mm -hmm. And it looks lovely. Yes. I did do it slightly wrong, but it doesn't matter. You can't tell. And it's beautiful. And it's really long. Mm. And it'll be good for wrapping round. And I was worried that the stripes weren't going to show up too well, because the colours actually ended up being quite similar in tone. Mm. But... It's actually really nice. And I think it's nice and subtle. It's subtle, but you can still see the bit where the direction changes. Yeah. Because I was worried you weren't going to be able to see that, but you can, and I love it. And it smells really nice and sheepy, because it's Countess Blaze BFL, mm-hmm. and it just smells really nice and sheepy. Oh, let's try it. it. Oh, that is sheepy. Oh, it's so nice. And that's after it's been blocked as well. It's very sheepy. It's so nice, and I'm going to actually wear it right now. Put it on. (laughs) And my other thing that I've knit is a baby vertebrae, which is just the cutest little baby pattern. It's like a frontless cardigan. And I did knit it at the three to six month old, or I think it was a zero to three month old. Basically, I didn't want it to be too small because we don't know how big the nibbling is going to be because Mm. they haven't arrived yet. That's fair. But my gauge was off, so it actually ended up being really big, so he's probably going to have to wait until they're like, one before it's actually going to fit. It's really big. But, it's fine. It's adorable. I knit that in some Malabrigo sock that's like, deep, 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 deep stash. Yeah. Like, back when I started knitting type deep stash.
0: The stash exploration, diving, appreciation there then? Appreciation
1: diving, yes, yes, yes. So, it's adorable, and it's kind of like green and blues, and I cannot wait to see pictures
0: of them in it. I know he's got to, they've got to grow up a bit more, but... Why do you want to see pictures of them wearing it? You actually want to see them physically in front of you wearing it. True. You will be meeting them.
1: True, but... You want to put pictures I on your rap page, don't you? I won't... Yeah. And I won't get <laughs> to see them super often, yeah. because, you know, they live at Down the south. opposite end of the country. But yeah. I'm hoping I will get to see them right, semi-regularly. Yeah. And oh, it's adorable pattern, and mm. I'm not going to lie. When I was knitting it, I was like, I want one. But that's a way off,
0: so <laughs> it's fine. <Reasonable. laughs> so that's, that's what I have yeah. cast off. How about you, Sia? Okay, so I have finally, finally, finally cast off my Exploration Station shawl by Stephen West, which kind of brings us neatly into Exploration Podcast chat. Yes. So we Pip finished hers last episode. I finished yes. mine this episode. It is a shawl by Stephen West, and we are running the hashtag ExplorationPodcal in association with Kirsty of Grenade Creations. Yes. And Rosie of Pixel Atlantis. Yes. And my shawl is currently blocking on several towels at home at the moment, mm-hmm. but I will be banging a picture of it up into the various Ravfo threads mm-hmm. at some point. And yeah, we have been having a blast seeing everybody's progress. Oh, it's been so good. Um, It's been nice seeing you guys chatting to each other and sharing tips for techniques and things, Mm -hmm. like especially with the brioche. And we're only just over halfway, so there's plenty of time if you decide you want to join in.
1: It is a fantastic stash buster, so if you've got some random skeins of yarn that you're like, I bought these years ago and I don't know what to do with them, just whack them all together. If they clash, it's fine. It's Stephen West, you know?
0: Yep, you can clash it. You could, even if you've got enough yardage, knit one that's a single colour and just do the colour A highlight bits. Yes. Yeah. Which Lisa Falcon over on Rava's Um mm-hmm. uh, Lovely Lisa, who I know from back in my old yarn shop days. Yes. And hers is beautiful. She's done it in this sort of like greeny-brown easiness, I think, as her main colour. And then she's used Dye Ninja Ninja Pops. Mm-hmm. Just as little zingy highlights where all the eyelets. are. It looks so effective and pretty. Nice. And it's kind of like... It's a more... I don't want to say mature way of doing it, but if you want something that's a bit more wearable, particularly perhaps if you're going like to, you want to wear it to work or something like that, yeah. you want something that's not necessarily like wow, wham, bam, color. Yeah, I think doing it that way is a really good way of doing it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yours is all zingy, bright and orange. Yeah, mine looks like a firework show. It does. Michelle Button Mouse mm-hmm. has done a really nice one that's got this beautiful sort of like fiery, zingy bit of color in some gr- with some grays. Mm-hmm. They're yeah, all it's beautiful. Amazing. It's amazing. It's be- They're all beautiful. Check out the um, hashtags,
1: check out the threads on yes. all three of our Ravelry groups. We've not decided prizes and stuff yet,
0: but we will. We we'll, we'll will be we'll chat with the girls at some point, and there will be stuff, probably there'll probably be a winner or two in every podcast thread, I reckon. Yeah. I'd be surprised if not. Um, so, yeah, you've got until June 30th to get that sorted, guys. Which is plenty of time. Absolutely plenty of time. I mean, I really dug my heels on mine. Mm hmm. Because I just got fed up with it by the end, because there were so many stitches. Yeah. Um, and in typical Sia fashion, I got so far and then stopped actually paying attention to the stitch counts, so...
1: Never make a building block shawl then. Oh, God. <laughs> just, like, double the amount of stitches by the yeah. end. Uh, and then you <laughs> have to do an I-cord bind-off.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, I-cord anyway. bind-offs.
0: Yeah, anyhow, <laughs> it's, it's an awesome pattern. It is. Um, I think, obviously, I got fed up
1: with it, but... I don't tend to knit patterns more than once, but I think I will knit that okay, one again. Fair.
0: But yeah, I think it's a good one for stash busting and also... Experimenting it's, with colour. You've got experiments of colour and you've also got different techniques as well, so I think just as you do start to perhaps get a little bit kind of like, oh, I'm done with the short rows, mm-hmm. you then move on to like the brioche. Yes. And then when you're kind of like, okay, I feel like I've mastered this brioche, I'm ready for something new, you then have the slip section yeah. and so on and so forth. So, you know, there's always a new technique coming, I think, which is yes. quite nice. Wait, I'm doing
1: it. The way that it's divided up as well, it makes you feel like oh, just just another couple of rows and then I'll be done this section. Yeah. So it's almost like it's almost like achievements in games where you're like, just get the next one, yeah. I'll just get the next one, yeah. I just get the next one. So yeah. it so. is compelling. Mm.
0: Yes. So and yeah. it's also very satisfying when you finally get your needles free. Yes. Free and the then needles. you block it and it
1: yeah. expands by about three times the size and you're like, oh my god,
0: this is huge. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anyhow. As ever, we have got some stuff that we are excited to tell you about. Yeah. First up, Miss Pip has become a little bit more famous than she (laughs) was already. I'm in Knit Now magazine,
1: issue 88, the wedding special, (laughs) on page 49.
0: (laughs) I like how you've memorized the page, that's amazing.
1: Yeah, they were... Basically, Kate Heppel on Twitter was asking who had knit stuff for their wedding, so Mm -hmm. I responded, and I posted a picture of my Evenstar shawl, and then they asked if I wanted to be part of a feature about people who knit stuff for their weddings. So there's a little half page, and I had to write about a hundred words, which was really hard, by the way, Mm -hmm. to write less than a hundred words about your own wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, And yeah, there's a picture... There's two and pictures. There's two pictures, and there's a little blurb, and yeah. it's very exciting. It's lovely, and yeah, I actually didn't know the issue was out, and then Kirsty from Granite Creations actually took a picture and was like, "Oh my God, you're in it now!" And I was like, "Ah, that's exciting, AMS.
0: Oh my God, I need to buy a copy and get you to sign it. <laughs> I think that would be a little bit far. Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> then I can use your autograph in nefarious things.
1: Oh no." <laughs> So yeah, if you guys want to check that out, you know, then you should be able to find it in all kind of newsagents that carry crafty bags. News
0: agents, supermarkets. Um,
1: yeah. I think we got my copy in ASDA. Yeah. You can also order it from the website.
0: Mhm. Uh, knit now is one of our favourite magazines. Mm-hmm. Kate does a fantastic job of getting together loads of different patterns and features. Uh, There've been guest edits by people such as Louise Scully of Knit British. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's really lovely magazine to read And their garments ca-
1: Cover a huge range of sizes yes. as well So even if you're, you know The plus size side of things Like me Then
0: they're still going to be the right mm-hmm. size for you Yep So we can very much recommend that magazine to you guys Mm-hmm. Even when Pip isn't in every single other issue I know, right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I sound so. I sound so arrogant, or what's the word I'm looking for? But I'm not. I promise. No, you should be proud. Mostly being sarcastic,
0: (laughs) but I think you should be proud. Um, Knitting that shawl is an achievement in and of itself. So it is an achievement, especially considering it is it is an undertaking that shawl. It is huge.
1: When I started it, I actually hadn't done much lace knitting at all. That as well. And I'm crazy, and I've been thinking to myself, maybe I should make another one. And I'm like, no. No, it's an amazing pattern, but it's a hell of a lot of work. And there's so much in there. And there's a particular stitch in there that Mm. I probably never want to do again in my entire life. It's totally worth it when you do it, but never again. (laughs) (laughs) But no,
0: it's I think you should be proud that you've achieved that. And I think, you know, sharing that achievement with other people, whether it's on our podcast or whether it's, you know, through a UK based knitting magazine or whatever else. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. So that was that exciting thing. Yep. Other thing we're excited about, obviously, as we said last episode, Perth Festival of Yarn. Woohoo! I cannot wait. We're going to need to get you to do that woohoo sound every time we say Perth Festival of Yarn. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> Either you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> that is on the horizon. It'll be the 8th and 9th of September. I cannot wait. Tickets are available on the website. Yes. We had an absolutely wonderful time. Last year, mm-hmm. and we will be talking more about that elsewhere on the internet. Yes, I'm looking forward to m- meeting old friends and making new ones. Yeah, absolutely. People of Perth Yarnfest.
1: Mm-hmm. That's
0: a hashtag, by the way. <laughs> hashtag. Um, and yeah, if you want to catch up with what happened last year, or if perhaps you didn't, you were unable to go, but you want to know why we are so obsessed with Perth Festival of Yarn. Mm-hmm. Perth Festival of Yarn. Woohoo! We've, we've not practised this, No, as you can tell. Yeah, you can search for hashtag PerthYarnFest17 and you can catch up with everything that happened last year from the stash and things that people acquired to the new friends that they made, see all the vendors, um, the podcasters. And I just can't wait.
1: And for those of you who are a little bit worried about yarn festivals because of accessibility issues or anything like that. Eva is amazing and she's totally taking care of that so it's a really accessible yarn festival as well so don't be worried about maybe if you're in a wheelchair or you use mobility aids or something like that, you will still be able to make your way around the festival easily. It's all been thought of so you should definitely give it a go
0: So 10 uh out of 10, we're going again Yes, 10 out of 10, we are going yeah. again. What other news do we have in terms of the Yanni world?
1: So, those of you who know Skandir, the lovely Ellie, mm-hmm. may have seen her gorgeous jumper making the rounds. It's a yoked jumper. Yep. The jumper previously known as Blofjell. Yep. Unfortunately, someone in Norway took a disliking to the fact that she used that name and sent basically a a copyright notice and she doesn't have the time to fight it so she has had to change the name Mm -hmm. to Winterfjell which is a beautiful name and she has also released the Winterfjell hat Hat. which is gorgeous and I already bought the pattern pretty much as soon as it came out and you can use that as a swatch for your Winterfjell Winterfjell jumper Yeah, so it's perfect If you're looking for something, if you're maybe not wanting to commit to a four-ply jumper right now, but you love the pattern, go check out the Winterfjell hat. It is absolutely beautiful, just like the sweater. It's stunning. You can use it as a swatch, as we said, and she is requesting that all of you that have posted on social media using the Blofjell tags, if you could edit them to Winterfjell so that everyone can keeping, you know, keep up to date with mm. all of the the things that have gone on in the past regarding that jumper so she doesn't, yeah. you know. So that if someone wants to look, they can see previous pictures and things mm. like that.
0: I think the same goes for your Ravelry projects as well. So yes. if you could alter the name to Winterfiel, yes. I think that would also be appreciated. It would be. And also check out Ellie's other patterns as well. She's got some stunning colorwork mittens. She's got socks Sox. as well. Oh my
1: goodness, guys.
0: If you are wanting to get your core work on, we cannot recommend Ellie's patterns enough. They are yep.
1: absolutely stunning. A hundred percent. She's just got the most beautiful library of, of patterns. So yeah. go buy your Winterfjell hat, swatch for your Winterfjell yoke, mm-hmm.
0: and go buy her other patterns. Absolutely and also don't forget if you want more details about this go check out ellie's podcast we mm-hmm. will make sure there are links to that in the show notes yes
1: and you can pretty much find her in most places under Scandier. the name scandia
0: scandia or Knits, i think yes cool so on to some stash acquisition mission yep it would not be the tips in its podcast without a bit of stash acquisition Uh, Last week we went and visited Zoe of Queen of Pearls in her lovely new shop down in Finiston. Yes, it's lovely at the Hive. And we bought yarn. Well, I bought
1: yarn. (laughs) But it's not like it was impulse buying. I was going specifically to buy yarn to make nibbling things. And even if it was
0: impulse buying, who cares? True. We do not shame for stash at Tipsy Knits.
1: True. I am starting to feel a little bit overwhelmed at my level of stash. So I'm thinking I might need to do a clear out soon. Perhaps potentially a de-stash sale. Yeah. You know, keep an eye out. But I needed some baby appropriate yarns of which there are many. Mm-hmm. So the yarns I bought, I bought three skeins of the Citadel DK, which is just delightfully beautiful. And it will make great baby knits again, knitting it at the moment to make my peanut, and oh, it's just lovely, it's squishy, it's very bouncy, it's bouncy, it's just the colors are beautiful, mm. and I know some people like to go with acrylic for baby knits, but i don't I don't think that's necessary. you know,
0: I can see pros and cons for yeah. either side of the argument. I mean, I think your nibbling is gonna have the most luxurious hand knit wardrobe, yes known to babies ever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe not ever. But uh, definitely amongst uh, the friends of said sibling that is having the nibbling. The yeah. said said sibling doesn't want it massively talked about everywhere. Yeah. But I'm allowed to mention it. So said said nibbling will have a pretty nice hand knit wardrobe compared to the other babies in the yeah. circle of friend. But it also means that I can take pictures of colours and send them to, you know, my sibling, and they will go, oh, I like that colour, I don't like that colour, I like that pattern, I don't like that pattern, which means I can tailor things to their taste as well. Yeah. Which is really, really nice. And I just feel like, instead of buying them something, like... Baby Gap or whatever yes yeah, I feel like this maybe just feels a little bit more...
0: It's more loving. personal as well. Yeah. yeah. It's like I'm wrapping the nibbling up with my love. Yeah, exactly.
1: So, also, like, I'm obsessed with knitting, yeah. so if they weren't expecting me to do this... <laughs> that
0: is true. I think the other nice thing is you can bypass all the gender-specific stuff as well, because...
1: Yeah, exactly. So the stuff that I'm knitting is quite gender-neutral yeah. and will work if they have future babies.
0: Yeah, so they can be hand-me-downs as well. Yeah, and... There's no reason for female babies to be dressed in bright pink and frills. There is no reason for male babies to be dressed exclusively in blue and t-shirts that have football on them exactly you know
1: and yeah so i bought three skeins mm-hmm. of the dk to make some to make peanuts and potentially another baby yeah um another baby vertebrae i also bought three skeins of four ply and that might be things like playdates and stuff like that so i'm just gonna figure things out i'm basically gonna make a bunch of pattern i'm gonna make a bunch of them and then go have i done enough yet and uh, you know go from there I'm doing the DK ones first because they're quicker and it's actually getting pretty close to due date yeah. now so um, I need to actually get my knit on and hurry up a yeah. little bit and post the box full of stuff um, because I also knit a baby blanket a while back and that yes, is needs did. to be post back, posted down so the four ply stuff yep. is also in colours I would wear so if I don't get round to using that I can use it myself yeah Also, awesome. it was important Stash acquisitions. Exactly. And one thing that we are also thinking about adding to our stash acquisition mission is talking about patterns yes. that we've bought. So we can do pattern acquisition mission.
0: We can have Sam Pam <laughs> or Pam
1: Sam. So I bought some tin can knits baby stuff. So Max and Bodie's wardrobe, the baby vertebrae pattern. I think I bought Gramps as well. Yeah, you did. And obviously. I also bought the Pride Triangle pattern, shawl pattern from Alien DA.
0: Lovely also alien. known as
1: little bush baby and there's also an awesome delta version on there as well mm. um, as a separate pattern so if you want to get your pride on because pride month is next month yep go check out those patterns so that was my stash and
0: pattern acquisitions mm-hmm. how about yourself so yeah right so for me i recently passed my most recent PhD progress review. Woohoo! woohoo Thank goodness for that! I'm glad it's out of the way, though unfortunately it meant that I couldn't stay as long as I wanted to at the craft meetup that Kirsty of Grenade Creations organised. Mm-hmm. And it was awesome, I got to chat to lots of lovely people, but because I had my progress review, I had to um, leave sooner than I wanted. So it is done, and to treat myself, I got some Violian, which Loop down in London recently got back in stock. So, I got one skein in the Speckle Mist colourway, and I actually got a skein of that for Christmas. Ooh. So, I got another skein of that so I could knit the Audra shawl by Bristol Ivy. Mm-hmm. That's been in my queue since January, so that's going to happen. It's this beautiful cabled shawl, cannot wait. And then the other skein I got is in the Down to the Wire colourway, so it's this really nice rose gold colourway mm-hmm. because I'm moving away from pink into rose gold. <laughs> so, it's still a shade of pink, but it's a different shade of pink. <laughs> Uh, You're just looking at me like I'm crazy Yeah, it's the same face that Phil pulled When I was like, oh my god, it's rose gold And when I came back from Edinburgh Yarn Fest And he was like, that's an awful lot of rose gold shaded yarns here (laughs) (laughs) But it's Uh, a different shade of pink Yes Yeah, and God, Fiverr says I knit these things up And I actually don't even keep them for myself (laughs) (laughs) Anyhow, so that's what I treated myself to yarn-wise I haven't actually knit with the viola yarn But it feels so smushy Smush, smush Okay, this is the caffeine kicking in and I'd apologise, but sorry, not sorry. Um sorry, I'm
1: sorry.
0: Not sorry. Casual Demi Lovato there. Uh, <laughs> so I got those. And then in terms of patterns, I recently bought the Una Shawl by Rosie of Pixel Atlantis Fame. Lovely. It's this lovely little sort of like shawl shawlette type item, which mm-hmm. I'm going to knit as a Christmas present. Lovely. For a person who may or may not listen to the podcast, so shh. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing I bought was I got uh, Stephen West Vertices Unite Shawl, So he was doing a 25% off his patterns mm-hmm. deal at the moment. And Amy of Stranded Dye Works is knitting up a Vertices Unite Shawl at the moment. And I love the colours that she's using and the stripes. Mm-hmm. And then I noticed that Lisa of the Espace Tricot podcast had done a single colour one. Ooh. And initially when I saw the pattern, I was like... I don't like this it looks a little bit sort of like DIY hot together Mm -hmm. but seeing other people's versions like that I mean I think Ellie of Skane did a beautiful one as well Mm -hmm. at some point in the past and yeah they're just really lovely so I'm now a convert to this shawl and I want to knit it Nice. And it's many things that I love. It is garter stitch and it is stripes. I have been eyeing it up myself. And I am kind of wondering about hacking it a bit. So rather than doing it in several different colours or doing it in a single colour like Lisa, just doing it in solid two colours so that there are stripes going everywhere. Ooh. But I'd have to put actual effort into working out the arches and stuff. So yes. that might happen, it might not. But that is what I've bought. And I think pretty much everybody that listens to us has probably knit a Stephen West pattern at some point in time. And if not guys you really need to because they are some of the best written patterns out there. Yeah. You know they are very thorough. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever had a Stephen West pattern that I've not been able to follow that's had issues with it or anything else. They are yeah. very well laid out. The techniques are well explained. Stephen
1: West is how I learnt brioche.
0: Yeah. And do you know what? Even if you look
1: at his patterns and you go oh I'm not sure... Go into the projects and look at some of the other yes. people's patterns because some sometimes all you need to do is see it in a little bit more Absolutely. of a, a muted colorway and you just go oh
0: yeah
1: right I like that yeah so yeah great patterns mm-hmm. great patterns yeah.
0: and speaking of this kind of rather neatly brings us on to sort of the main thing that we wanted to chat about mm-hmm. this episode
1: so at the top of this section that we have notes we have mm-hmm. written down nitty paladins. Actually, technically, I've written Knitty paladinery. True. <laughs> Where this comes from is we were having a chat yeah. and we were talking about how in the world at the moment there is a fair amount of negativity and... Nonsense. Nonsense. And sometimes that does spill into the knitting world and yeah. you do get people who consider themselves to be keyboard warriors. Or, or even who, who don't but accidentally
0: become well, into that. Way.
1: that. Yeah. And... It's not very fun to be on the receiving end of that. No. So we were talking about it, and we were talking about how we want to spread positivity and love and yes. n- and, and fun, and we were talking mm-hmm. about it, and we were like, yeah, not keyboard warriors. We could be keyboard paladins. Yeah. Can, we you, t- could t- can be... you tell
0: we're D&D players?
1: Yeah. You know? So holding up to try and spread kind of joy and, and happiness
0: yeah so obviously another thing that's come up a lot lately is i think particularly if you're on social media such as twitter people such as the lovely woolly wormhead have been sharing blog posts about what it actually costs to write patterns produce Mm -hmm. patterns things like that so whilst obviously some of us may only have to pay somewhere between say three and ten pounds perhaps for a pattern Mm -hmm. or a collection of patterns sometimes obviously a little bit more if it's a book so you know something like 17 pounds or whatever Mm -hmm. we don't necessarily see or understand where the costing has come from Mm -hmm. and because we're only getting the pattern the finished product we don't necessarily understand how much it has cost for the designer to put their physical time Mm -hmm. into knitting that pattern how much it has cost them in terms of yarn support perhaps they've bought that yarn themselves they've not been given it free Mm -hmm. things like how much their notions and things have cost as well because you know Yeah. You've got to get your own tools, and if your needles break, well, I've spent an absolute fortune replacing four millimeter needles Mm -hmm. and three millimeter needles that have snapped. Photography? Photography.
1: Models, if they hire a model. Yep. Tech editing. Tech editing. Sometimes more than one or two sweeps of a tech editor. Yep.
0: You might have test knitters, and you might pay them. I mean, some people might just do up the design and then send it out for someone to knit the samples as well. Mm hmm. There's so many different
1: things yeah. that can go into making a design. And even if you disregard those things that we've just talked about, their expertise yes, and absolutely. their own time that they've spent learning things and actually like writing up the pattern. These all take time. These all take skill. And... These things
0: should be appreciated and celebrated. Exactly.
1: You know, you wouldn't walk in somewhere and go, ugh... Oh, I'm not going to pay for that book. Like, can I just have it for free?
0: Yeah, and I think the other thing is, as knitters, you know, we talk a lot, I think, within the community about, oh, this random person at work asked me to knit them a cardigan and they wanted to pay me 20 quid and they didn't factor in the yarn, my time, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And we should do that for designers as well.
1: Yes, definitely. And, you know, even if you have spent the five or six pounds on a pattern is not okay to then go on to a Facebook group or whatever and then send that pattern to a bunch of people free of charge because all you're doing there is just meaning that the designer loses out. that They've spent all their time And significant, potentially, amounts of money into making that design. And you're like, well, I've bought the pattern, so it's okay. But as Willie Wormhead explains in her blog post, Mm -hmm. they need a certain amount of sales before they even break even. Yes, absolutely. And if if you see someone that's just distributing a paid pattern free of charge, they're essentially taking that money out of that designer's pocket. And it could be enough Mm -hmm. to make that designer be like, you know what, I'm not going to do this anymore. I can't afford to. So you know if you do see someone doing that or you know someone doing Mm. that
0: maybe gently say to them could you please not do that yeah you know yeah so we're not wanting to say let's turn into the keyboard warriors ourselves and come down people's throats but you know in appreciating the people who contribute so much to our nitty community Mm -hmm. you know we should be sensible about it yeah but and you want to be uplifting yeah so even
1: disregarding that yeah, you know, what would be a great thing to do is if you have bought a pattern, and you've knit a pattern, leave a comment on Ravelry, review it, review
0: it. You if know, you've bought there's yarn. The, there's the rating system. Yeah, the same. Yeah, and as Pip says, the same goes for yarn. When you're stashing your yarn, you can rate it. The number of yarns I've given like five stars to in Ravelry mm-hmm. is a little bit ridiculous. Yeah. But and every piece of feedback yeah. you leave will help someone else in the
1: community. So if you rate a pattern yeah. five stars, easy. Yeah. You know. Maybe someone who's a beginner will go, okay, well, that looks like a well reviewed pattern. It yeah. looks easy. Maybe I'll give that a go. You know, if you leave a comment mm-hmm. saying, this pattern was great, did this, if you made alterations in your project, leave notes in your project so that someone else can yeah. come in and read that project and go, oh, that, that makes sense. And then you can leave, and then someone yeah. can
0: leave you a comment saying, oh, thank you so much. Yeah. And equally, there is the function on Rav where, If you do find someone's notes helpful, you can click the little yes button at the very bottom of their project page. And then it'll allow you to highlight precisely which sections you found helpful, Mm -hmm. which is useful for yourself. But obviously, if someone then searches in the project's helpful patterns, Mm -hmm. you know, this pattern will appear higher up the list as well. Yes. And obviously, the other thing you can do is make sure you're favouriting patterns as well. If you see a pattern by a designer that you like, favourite it. -hmm. You know, because that will bump it higher up the hot right now queue as well, so people will be able to see how awesome that pattern is. Yes, you know, and what I love to do. Anyone that follows me on Instagram or Twitter will
1: know I love to shout from the rooftops about Mm -hmm. things that I like. If I have a particular yarn that I love or a designer that I really like, or just a nitty person, I love to post on Instagram or Twitter and hashtag them. Yeah, absolutely. And really, sometimes I think that's actually the least you can do. If someone is putting all their time into dyeing yarn for you or writing patterns, patterns. like, spread that.
0: Absolutely. And I mean, sometimes, just on a very base level, if someone's having a rubbish day, it could be nice to hop onto their Instagram account or their Ravelry account and, you know, just see that someone said, oh, I've liked this. Yes. You know, just a wee like or whatever else or just mm-hmm. a nice comment saying, this pa- This is beautiful. Spread the love. Yeah. Obviously, you know, don't send people 12,000 messages or at someone in every single mm-hmm. tweet or whatever that you do or tag them in every single forum post. Mm-hmm. But, you know, just occasionally just a nice wee... I love this, this is awesome because these reasons. Yes. You know, that kind of thing. And as Pip said, you know, we're not ones for shouting about things that we don't like. Mm-hmm. If we like something, you know, we make sure we share it with you guys. We don't just like things willy-nilly either. Yeah. And a pre- in episode 23, I think it was, or episode 22, when we were talking about Limoncello and all the things mm-hmm. that we loved? Mm-hmm you know spread the love yeah like it's it's the least you can do i feel yeah and i think the other things you can do is also cheerlead Mm
1: -hmm.
0: your closer community as well so if you know that one of your pals is having difficulty with a technique cheerlead them through it because how many times have we kind of got stuck with a pattern and just left it to languish Mm -hmm. and then someone's come along and be like oh let me help you with that let me share these tips with you
1: yeah you know do that also, part of cheerleading your pals is mm-hmm. if you've got a pal who's a pattern designer yep. or you've got a pal who dyes yarn, buy that stuff. Yep. Like, don't go, oh, can you give me a friend discount no. or whatever? And some people might offer those willingly. Yeah. But never expect that. No. You know, if someone is your not. friend, don't devalue their time yeah. or their effort. So, you know, if, if, if you're like, oh, could I maybe get a wee discount on your yarn? No. Do you know what? If they offer it, then that's what they've offered you. Yeah. But don't go in expecting that and don't mm. be offended if they can't afford to do that yeah. because oftentimes the time and the effort especially the people that are doing it as side businesses, you know. Absolutely. They have full-time jobs and then they're also doing other stuff. Some, you know, they might have kids they're looking after. Like don't insult their time by mm. expecting them to give you a discount. Be happy to pay full price yeah. for your friends. Value them for what they're worth or if you, know? you can
0: support them by test knitting yeah. things like that yeah exactly you know, why not do it you know
1: yeah you don't always have to spend money that you Absolutely. might not necessarily have to cheerlead you know, your friends there are so many
0: ways you can support people and certainly I know lots of designers have their own testing threads as well mm-hmm. so if you want to support them by giving them helpful feedback and things like that mm-hmm. before the design's even released you know that is pretty much a win-win situation all around I think yes you know I know I've tested it a few patterns for designers and it's been such a privilege to do it yes I mean obviously every now and again you will come to a snag in a pattern where perhaps the stitch count doesn't add up or you can't quite understand the way they phrase the technique but then you know you can give your feedback to them so I know Tin Can Knits in particular they host regular testing threads people like Andrea Maori. you know there's so many people so if you mm-hmm. check in their Ravelry groups You know, you can find out if you can sign up to testnets, and and I think there's also the testing pool for it. Yeah, it is many, many years since I was in there, but there are places where you can do things like that. And yeah, as I said, it is very much a win-win situation all around. Yes. So be nitty paladins. Yes.
1: Spread the love, cheerlead your friends, and just we need it a little bit. Yeah, like and share
0: things and
1: review things. Review
0: things, absolutely. again if you receive really good service from someone mention it Yes. so I know that I've had some fantastic service from people like Nick Cosmic Strings Mm -hmm. and Loop certainly when they sent me the recent um, schemes of Viola Mm -hmm. I cannot fault the service it was so quick so again you know this is us mentioning it on our podcast, Yeah, tell your pals at Knit night, Things like that. Yes, definitely. Little things. Leave Yelp reviews. Yeah. I leave love good Yelp reviews. Don't don't be that idiot who's kind of like, oh, I just want to nitpick this little thing.
1: Yeah. Like... You know, spread some positive love. Exactly. Just send those positive yeah. vibes out into the world and you never know. Like, yeah. little things like that make a difference. Be the person that does the random act of kindness you've got a friend who has a pattern on their wish list but you know that maybe financially they're not doing great at the moment or something like that or even if they're just having a bit of
0: a pants time like the number of people or like I say the number of friends who have known that I've been having a rubbish time with my PhD or whatever else and have just like you know sneakily snuck onto my queue and like bought me a pattern Mm -hmm. you Um, know it's lovely it really does brighten your day yeah and I mean obviously we are saying don't be a rude word with your feedback you know Honest feedback is reasonable. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, obviously don't be silly with it and leave snotty comments and things like that. But if you want to give honest feedback, you know, at least be kind of like this is some constructive criticism. Yeah, and you can always send that
1: in private as well. Yeah. So you don't necessarily have to post on somewhere and be like, Blah blah, I had these issues. You mm-hmm. could always just pop them away private message or yeah. something instead. So you're raising it in a constructive way. Yeah. And not don't just jump on
0: and slam a yeah. Like you know, if there is rata mention it also. Mm-hmm. Like, again, Pom Pom are fantastic at dealing with a errata. They have like a comment thread for things mm-hmm. and you can still find those errata so, like from the patterns if you need them like a couple of months after it's been found or things like that. Yeah. And they're very good for checking the patterns as well. Mm-hmm. So just lots of little things I think that you can do to sort of like try and make the nitty world a better place. Yes.
1: Because goodness knows we all need it at yes. the moment and it's like a butterfly effect. You improve someone else's day; they're then in a good mood. They improve someone else's day, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. So spread that love. Do you mean butterfly effect or do you mean domino effect? Uh, so the butterfly effect was that really dodgy Ashton Kutcher yeah, movie but about time travel. But
1: it's also based on an actual thing. Oh, okay, you know, where a butterfly flaps its wings on one uh, side of the world causes a hurricane on the other side of the world. You do one nice thing for someone; they do a two nice, yeah. you know, they do a nice thing for two other people. Those yeah. two people, and, and it just—it's like a ripple. It yeah. spreads out of just being a nice person.
0: And you'll feel better for it as well. Exactly. Again, because I know how I felt when I've gifted skeins of yarn away and things like that to people. Mm-hmm. You get the warm fuzzies. You do. As people say. You do. Yeah, so. Yeah. You don't have to go keyboard warrior on it, and you don't have to wander around going, Oh my god, this is awesome! Mm-hmm. But just every now and again, if you see something that you like, or you enjoy knitting something, or whatever else... Just comment on it, leave a nice wee review. Yeah. Spread the love. Spread the love. <laughs> so, yeah, speaking Lastly. of spreading the love, last episode we were delighted to review the Tickled Pink collection by Cece and Dammy Alman. Mm-hmm. And we had a giveaway thread over on our Ravelry group. We did, we did. We asked you to tell us your favourite pink drinks. Mhm. And um, we had quite a few lovely suggestions. Yes. Um, a lot of you seem to be super into the pink lemonade. Yep. Can't can't disagree with that. I love a bit of pink lemonade. Mhm. Perhaps from the rose gold thing, I quite like a rose lemonade. Ooh. Super expensive though, so I don't get it very often. Of <laughs> <laughs> yeah. PhD tuition fees, lol. Bleh. Um, that and I like spending my money on yarn. Yeah. And Pip, what what's your favourite pink drink? Probably strawberry and
1: lime cider. That's I don't actually drink all that yeah. many pink drinks because I don't drink all that much that's reasonable but it would probably be strawberry and lime cider would be
0: what I drink yeah. most
1: often if it was going to be pink that's so. reasonable
0: I personally love a good cosmopolitan cocktail Yes. or a cheeky, just a cheeky little vodka cranberry because mm-hmm. if nothing else I can convince myself that I'm doing good for my health because you know, you drink cranberry so yeah, I love a bit of Cosmo and things like that mm-hmm. or ooh, raspberry sours there's a blast from the past wow i cannot drink that anymore and um, if any of you decide that you want to try it with lemonade or cola don't do it <laughs> young Sia did this so that you didn't have to it's not that is not a good pink drink at all. <laughs> <laughs> other pink drinks i mean i'll be honest the joker in me wants to say cow pol. Oh my god, I loved cowpaw when I was a kid. Back in the day, for the love of God, do <laughs> not drink, drink it. it. Do not drink cowpaw. We all know
1: that one kid that did and had to yeah. go to the hospital and get oh. their stomach pumped. Yeah, no. Yeah, I think I think
0: they changed cowpaw. Yeah, as well. I they, think changed, they changed the recipe. To they get changed rid of the, all the recipe.
1: Sugar and stuff. They changed the recipe so it's not as delicious as it used to be. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> With kids, good reason, <laughs> because kids did used to drink that oh, stuff. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, we put. All of your posts through a random number generator, random.org, mm-hmm. and the post number it turned out was number 13. Woohoo! Uh, that is Lindsay123UK, who said that her favourite pink drink is strawberry and lime cider. We're on Not the like same Pitt wavelength. on wavelength, guys. Yeah. So we will make sure that a copy of that ebook gets its way to you. Mm-hmm hope you enjoy it um it's something pink or not with a pink or not drink yes and if, obviously if you enjoy knitting from those patterns please do go leave cc and dammy a wee review or yes. a wee comment whatever you like mm-hmm. and also missy karen who posted um gaviscon in the thread we, we really hope you're okay i feel
1: you i used to have to take gaviscon every single day when yeah. i was a kid and i still occasionally Oof. do so i understand
0: yeah <laughs> we, we yeah we hope you're okay um and any of you other listeners who have been having to deal with Gavascon and things like that again. Also hoping you're okay.
1: <laughs> but yeah, yeah. that's uh, basically all we have to talk about. It's turned out to be a pretty long episode, actually. Yep, so as usual. Thank you for sticking with us throughout yep. our uh,
0: paladin uh paladin crusade yeah or you know if you like playing another class i mean i've, I've always been a fighter paladin hybrid myself mm-hmm. um, you know if you want to be a cleric or
1: a warlock
0: <laughs> you know we're down with that we are down with yeah, that we are down yeah. with that <laughs> um, so if you haven't already please do join us in our exploration podcast mm-hmm. If there is something that you've particularly loved or enjoyed, please let us know. In fact, we might even open up a thread in the Ravelry group for that. You know, yeah. a general positivity thread. Why not? Yes. I've just decided that, as has Pip. That's a good idea. <laughs> yep. just randomly deciding things as we talk and record. Yes. So professional. Yep. If you're a returning listener, we really appreciated you hanging out with us. Mm-hmm. If you're a new listener, yes, this is pretty much what you can get every single episode. <laughs> <laughs> yep. yep. So, we will chat to you next month. Bye, guys.
1: Thank you for tuning in to the Tipsy Knits podcast, whether you're a new or returning listener. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram as at Tipsy Knits. You can also find us on YouTube as an audio podcast under the name Tipsy Knits Podcast. The music is from the lovely Juke Deck, where you can generate your own music for podcasts. So for any aspiring or other podcasters out there, check out Juke Deck. Thanks for listening.